Welcome to Mornings with Ken, heard every Monday through Friday at 5.45 a.m. And sometimes there's a Saturday show. Hey, you know the routine. Go get that cup of coffee, that virtual donut. Hey, and don't forget to put cream in the coffee. (laughs) Sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Today, I want to talk about something that some in the media have said... You know, they didn't really believe in. It was a right-wing conspiracy. And uh, so anyway, I'm going to talk about the Great Reset. The Great Reset that the World um, Organizations um, is doing, the World Economic Forum. Um, So we're going to discuss that right after this quick break. Today's weather a high of 83 degrees and a low of 61 degrees. Hey, what did the left eye say to the right eye? Between me and you, something smells. Okay, now um, I'm reading directly from the website weforum.org weforum.org and that's uh, once again a part of the World Economic Forum all the great leaders around the world um, meet and discuss um, basically what they want to work on to change society so you know the great reset let me explain what it is so these world leaders, um, as they express here in uh, the website, has basically taken the time because of COVID. Um, let's just read this one paragraph here. Let Left unaddressed, the crisis together with COVID-19 will deepen and leave the world even less sustainable, less equal, and more fragile. So... You know, it's about sustainability in a sense, in a broader sense, not just a green earth. Well, let's just read and then you'll see what I'm talking about. And once again, this is from weform.org, which is a part of the World Economic Forum. Okay, so I'm not making this stuff up, guys. So let's go down here. Excuse me. It wants to play a video, and I don't want it to play the video. I want to not do that. So, all right, here we go. The great, the great reset agenda would have three main components. The first would steer the market towards fairer outcomes. Let me read that again. You know, I like to read things twice because I don't want us to miss the point. The Great Reset Agenda would have three main components. The first would steer the market towards fair outcomes. Fairer outcomes. Not opportunities. Fairer outcomes. There's a big difference there, folks, between opportunity and outcomes. Um, I was having a discussion with someone once, and they were trying to say, you know, the definition of uh, 
equity and quality is almost the same thing. No, equity is expecting, guarantee, trying to guarantee the same results, which you can't do. All right. To this end, government should improve coordination, for example, tax and physical physical policies, upgrade trade agreements, and create the condition for a stakeholder economy. At a time of diminishing tax bases and soaring public debt, the government has a powerful incentive to pursue such actions. Moreover, the government should implement long overdue reforms that promote more equitable outcomes. Again, the word equitable, not opportunity, but equitable outcomes, which you can't guarantee fairness or outcomes. That's, well, I won't even go there. Depending on the country, these may include changes to wealth tax, the withdrawal of fossil fuel subsidies, new rules governing intellectual property. Ooh, think about that, folks. New rules governing intellectual property, trade, and competition. So I don't think we really grasp what they're talking about here. Reforms that promote equitable outcomes depending on the country. These may include changes to wealth taxes, the withdrawal of fossil fuel subsidies, new rules governing intellectual property, trade, and competition. So, basically what you have is socialism verging on communism. The second component of a Great Reset agenda would be to ensure that investments advance shared goals such as equality and sustainability. Here, the large-scale spending programs that many governments are implementing represent a major opportunity for progress. The European Commission, for one, has unveiled plans for a seven seven hundred and fifty billion pounds, which is eight hundred twenty-six billion in dollars recovery fund. The U.S., China, Japan have also ambitious economic stimulus plans. Rather than using these funds as well as, as investments from private entities and pension funds to fill cracks in the old system, we should use them to create a new one that is more resilient, equitable, and sustainable in the, wrong, in the long run. This means, for example, building green urban infrastructures, creating incentives for industries to improve their track record on environmental, social, and government's matrix. The third and final priority of the Great Reset Agenda is to harness the innovations of the fourth industrial revolution to support public good, especially by addressing health and social changes. During the COVID-19 crisis, companies, universities, and others have joined forces to develop and diagnose therapeutics and possible vaccines, establishing testing centers, creating mechanisms for tracing infections, delivering, delivering, and imagine what could be possible if similar 
efforts were made in every sector. So, really, the, the agenda is creating a new social system and even going after the businesses with regulatory um, laws, regulations, and, you're going to, and they're expecting equitable results for everyone. And I don't think that's possible. We used to talk about opportunities, in this country at least, giving people opportunity. We don't talk about opportunity anymore. We talk, to, we talk about guaranteed results, equitable. And I think that's, for one, I think it's unbiblical. And uh, two, I think it's overall harmful for every human on this planet. For every human on this planet, I think it's dangerous. Free markets is what creates wealth and takes some from someone from poverty out of poverty into a better living standard. What socialism does, it it puts everyone at a lower lifestyle and just a few in government on top. So everybody can be equally just as poor. So that's what the Great Reset is all about. So when you talk about changing culture, there's social culture and economic culture. And both are really going to be harmed if the Great Reset happens. Economically, it's going to crush countries that are doing well and lower everybody's standard of living to meet the lowest standard of living in the rest of the world. The Great Reset. I think there's something greatly evil about the Great Reset behind the scenes. And eventually it'll come to light, I believe. That's my opinion. Hey, I'm allowed to have an opinion. So that's my opinion. All right, guys, let's take another break. And when we come back, we'll talk about something fun. Because, heaven forbid, I talk about anything controversial.
We have tackled many strange stories on 60 Minutes, but perhaps none like this. It's the story of the U.S. government's grudging acknowledgement of unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP, more commonly known as UFOs. After decades of public denial, the Pentagon now admits there's something out there, and the U.S. Senate wants to know what it is. The Intelligence Committee has ordered the Director of National Intelligence and the Secretary of... Hey, well, there it is. There it is, folks. UFOs are real. That's what I've been telling you guys for a long time. You guys don't listen to me. Um, yeah, I just wanted to play a, a clip from... Um, that's the CBS uh, show, 60 Minutes. And I hope I don't get in trouble. I, I just stole, a, what, a few seconds of their opening. Um, I can't play their the whole thing. It's about six minutes long, the little clip that I had. But, um, yeah, I don't want to get in trouble for um, playing 60 Minutes on uh, Mornings with Ken. But um, anyway, so real quick, the the video talks about it talks to several different pilots, and they're not saying that they're seeing spaceships from Mars or Venus or any place else. They're just saying, "Hey, we are seeing unidentified objects, and they're moving in the sky." And it's real. I mean, you've got uh, um, a colonel who is still in the military. Um, his he he was with a another high-ranking female officer in the plane, and they had a um, a videographer or whatever uh, filming, and they would they would chase after these objects. And these objects would move so fast, they would they would lose them. And there's many, many pilots, and I don't know if, I don't know if the video got to the length where I talked about. Um, right now, off the coast of Virginia, is a hotbed for these crafts, and they know they're crafts. They're not. It's not. Sunlight, sunlight reflecting off the ocean, or no, they're actually physical crafts that they're trying to chase down. And the uh, one um, military um, pilot said, "Now he's not saying that they are ships from outer space. He just knows they're ships, and he don't know where they're from." Their, their crafts. It could be um, the military's hidden um, operations of newer crafts that we haven't seen yet. It could be China or Russia having vehicles that they're testing. Which the one officer says basically that would be a problem because um, the U.S. military needs to know what their technology is. So, 
I know this is mornings with Ken. You guys are going to think I'm a nut. But I've always believed in unidentified flying objects. That's right. Mornings with Ken believes in UFOs. But it's not what you think. I'm not saying they're from outer space. What I'm saying is they are unidentified flying objects. So I think later in the video the the, the one uh the the one uh pilot says we're beyond we're beyond saying asking the question do they exist we know they exist so he said we're beyond asking the question do they exist we know they exist we just got to find out what they are and the one pilot described well they talked to many different pilots but the one pilot described how they They, they saw the object and they went to chase the object but the object moved so fast they couldn't keep up with it and then it just vanished like it almost like it kicked it into higher gear and just took off and these are guys flying the, the most advanced military jets that the U.S. has and they can't catch up with these objects wow think about that so what are these things guys they're unidentified flying objects and I'm interested in that now if they're not from China and they're not from Russia and and let's just say they're they're not a US military craft then what are they hmm just for fun let's consider just for fun, let's consider that they are from outer space. They're from another world. How would that change your faith in scripture? Or would it See, now, for myself, it doesn't, it wouldn't change my faith at all. Because I got to be careful here because I don't want anybody to think that I'm a nut. Well, I am a nut. I mean, I am a crazy nut. But um, <laughs> that's beside the point. But I believe that our sovereign God 
is from before time, after time. He's beyond time. He is beyond time. And he can do whatever he wants to do. And I would say if our creator decided to create life on other planets, then that's his sovereignty. That's his, that's up, that's him. He is so sovereign. I don't put limits on what God can do. So if he did put life on other planets and they're they're more advanced than us earthlings, then so be it. But it doesn't change God's message in the Bible to us, to us on planet Earth. He wrote his holy word and has come to redeem mankind. So it doesn't change my belief in scripture one bit. Not at all. But again, I'm not saying that these are aliens from another world. Uh, most likely, there's some far advanced uh, um, far advanced military vehicles that are being tested out by the U.S. government without even telling the Air Force. So, that's a real possibility. But hey, if, if they are aliens from another world, how does that affect you? Or there's another possibility. Could it be demonic demonic intervention into this world? Are they not aliens but demonic beings that have entered into the realm of humanity through vehicles. Ezekiel saw a wheel within a wheel. Hey, guys, I don't know what these things are. But there is something going on, and I don't know that we'll ever truly find out what these things are. But it was interesting to know that we're beyond, we're beyond asking the question, are they real? The question now turns to be, what are they exactly? Because they're out there. Thanks for stopping by Mornings with Ken. 
Have a strange, eerie day. And let's stop by tomorrow and do this again. And here